0: Hello, universe.
1: This is Gold's Podcast. I'm Les. And
0: this is Dub. And And we we are genuinely genuinely out actively actively lifting society. Hey, it's Dub. And Les. And welcome to episode 14. We are back once again, and we want to talk about romance. Yeah. Situationships. No entanglements. Part two, part two.
1: Stop saying that.
0: Part two. Okay. So we had such, look, we're not a relationships podcast. I'm going to put that out there. However, we had such a big response, so many questions when we just said, if we did part two, what would you want to know? Yeah, we had a lot of feedback. Tons of feedback. We had so much feedback, in fact, that we wouldn't even be able to fit it all into just one episode no but goals is about genuinely out actively lifting society woo woo. so <laughs> we're gonna try and lift y'all up in y'all's relationships and answer some of your questions but what we decided to do in the long run yeah you ready for it coming for it we are gonna put together an event that we will be announcing later so if you are not following us on our platforms, make sure that you do so because that's where we're gonna make the announcement. What we're gonna do a relationships seminar. Yeah, help y'all get y'all's booth thing to do things.
1: You better stop it right now.
0: I'm just saying, baby. So keep it appropriate. <laughs> so we are putting on a, an event to be announced later so make sure you follow us at goals podcast that's at goals podcast without the vowels at goals pdcst same tag all across the nation all across the social for twitter facebook and instagram where we're gonna make some major announcements when we have that going for you so it's gonna be a lot of fun we're gonna answer everybody's questions it's gonna be real intimate real candlelight situations so we can Give y'all, oh man, we're gonna make, we're gonna Are have. Are you the trying vibe. to get nasty? No, I'm just trying to have the vibe. Okay, we've got Behave. that vibe, okay. anyway. So, the episode is about what answering some questions for y'all.
1: Yeah, we got quite a bit
0: of questions actually. So, without further ado, should we hop into it? Let's do it. Let's do it. You got the papers, I so, do so. Hit me with what we got. Do you want to start
1: with the questions we got?
0: I think we should start with the questions. Yeah, And hopefully they're not too heavy. I don't
1: know. A couple of them are a little bit, they're a little deep. I was surprised. Our listeners kind of went in,
0: but. Because they got goals. They do. Relationship goals. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And I mean, we're the shit, so.
0: Hey, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say that. I am. I don't want to be all bougie with it.
1: It's not bougie. We're just awesome.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, let's do it. I mean, enough with the rambling. The people want it. We got to give it to them.
1: Okay. Let's do it. First question. You ready, babe? Uh This is a good one. This one's very relatable for us.
0: Word? Okay. Give it to me.
1: So we had one listener who wants to know, how do you find security in an interracial relationship in today's world?
0: Mm-hmm. I thought we were gonna have a little fun. You going in?
1: We're going in. <laughs> I'm not playing. All right. This um, is what they want.
0: All right. So you want to start this one off? Or you want me to start it off? You can. Mm. Why? Cause okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So interracial relationships
1: and security. And Finding security. security. How do you feel but, secure going out into the world with your white wife these days?
0: Well, actually. Uh when we've gone to marches, we've gone to protests, we've gone to uh just different events, we are actually I've seen more embrace actually. Because think so? I, oh yeah, definitely. What I'm noticing right now is that there is a lot more community focused on the unity. Yeah. Than what the media wants to portray out there, what we want to see put into the newspaper. What you see blasting across social media with all these people and their anger sticks, picking in about Mm -hmm. this or that, or sitting in their corner complaining. So I'm going to have to put it out there that I feel even safer and more secure in a mixed relationship now than let's say, you know, when we first got together. So that's the good thing about it. But to actually feel secure on a deeper note, like being a black man, Dating a white woman, different worlds. I would have to say, or
1: any race interracial can be any in, any any race. race. Sure. But
0: I'm talking us specifically. Us, yeah. But this can go for any race. Is you have to. This is this is deep right here. Okay. Uh oh. <clears throat> it can't be a culture shock for you. And if it is a culture shock for you, yeah. you need to go deep and learn about the person you're with, not to necessarily try to be something you're not but understand any type of struggles their right. culture or their ethnicity um puts on them so that way when they come home to you as their support system that they know they have someone understanding and they don't feel like okay this is another adversarial piece of my life because I can't even come home and express something that's going on in my day or maybe you guys are out eating and they don't understand possibly you know, a situation that happens right. because they don't recognize it or understand why you're upset. Right. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. And I think we talked about this before where we actually know of a specific couple where the, I think the young lady's like Hispanic and the we, husband is. Let's keep it anonymous. Oh, anonymous. Okay. Well, it's an interracial <laughs> couple and um, the young lady just, she doesn't get it. Her She's married to a black man. Can I at least say that? Yeah. And when him and his family talk about different discrimination they face or racism or prejudices, the young lady has nothing to say. She says, you know, this is something I can't even talk about because I, I it's not relatable. I just don't get it. I don't experience it.
0: Or where I think the tension happens is where she's like, well, can't we just change the subject? Because this is all y'all want to talk about.
1: Yeah, like she doesn't want to hear about it, doesn't want to talk about it, and it's like I know for me personally, there's a lot of times when we're out and I notice the racial tension before you do, or I notice. You know what I mean? Like
0: I try to give people the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, Maybe where I got bugger in my nose. Maybe I farted. I don't
1: know. <laughs> oh, my God. You got something in your teeth. No. But I mean, and for me, it just the way I am, I notice the things and I'm, I'm very understanding of right. what you go through on a daily basis, what our children go through on a daily basis, where it's very difficult to be in an interracial relationship and your partner does not comprehend it.
0: I don't understand how you want to be in that. Because if you can't relate to me on, unfortunately, what I go out in the world and they see first. Yeah. Because let's let's face it, as you get conditioned, as you grow into the person that you become in society, um, the first thing they teach you is not man or woman. They teach you black, white, yellow, green, purple, Mm -hmm. unfortunately. So when you go out into that world, and that's the first thing you see, and I come home, if I can't tell you a situation that happened, or you're not even understanding or empathetic to what I go through, I can't be with you.
1: Right. And I mean- not for me. Yeah. And as a partner, you may not understand, right? But I think the key word you said is being empathetic to it.
0: Exactly. Right? At least be the person that I can- Discuss that with. Yeah. In a, on an intimate level. You know, yeah. you don't, you don't, you may not understand because, you know, there are people that grow up in an area where it's all just their people. Yeah. So they never had the exposures to, to feel what you feel. And that's okay. But when you see that your person that you call your significant other hurts, you should be able to see that. You should be able right. to discuss that with them. Or hopefully if they talk about certain jokes, You've been with this person long enough, you can start to catch on so you ain't left out of the conversation. You know what I mean? Yeah. So
1: So with that, going back to the question, finding the security.
0: The security in it that comes with just being in a relationship. Basically being
1: empathetic, having each other's back. And my thing is when you go out your doors, because it's a totally different story on what goes on in your household Mm -hmm. from when you walk out the door and you go out into society. When you go out into society, you have to maintain That empathy, that understanding to the extent that you have it, at least. Right. But most importantly, that partnership and that compassion for one another. Right?
0: Most definitely. And
1: I think that's where where you're able to feel that security and be able to go out and be um, secure in your relationship and be comfortable.
0: Okay. That's for you. For me, I'm going to just give my definition of how I think the security piece should be. Yes. Is... It's no different than any other relationship as far as a security blanket that you feel secure with your significant other. The only difference is there's an added layer. Mm. So now we just need to pull them covers up just a little bit tighter yeah. when we feel the wind coming.
1: Yeah.
0: So that's my level of what I feel the level of security needs to be is there's no difference because let's let's put it on a, on if I tell you, oh, there's this nice young couple, they met, they just fly. They look good together. They start laughing. Man, within a year, they got engaged and they got married. And you're like, oh, that sounds so cool. I didn't mention anything about race. Right. So let's put it on the table that love is love. Yeah. So we need to get back to understanding that love is love. When we walk out the door, that's when the interracial piece comes into play. So we just have to know that I got your back regardless. Yep. So-
1: Yeah. And I think it's important, at least like in our circumstance where you're a black man, I'm a white woman, that if we do run into situations as far as like the security piece, Mm -hmm. if we run into situations where I feel that you or my children are unsafe, or somebody's being prejudiced or discriminatory, I am going to speak up to my white Peers, well, you know what I'm saying? Let's
0: be honest now. If we down in Atlanta, I gotta speak up too, <laughs> <laughs> right? But I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, Atlanta, from, I'm not trying to call y'all out, I'm joking. can't.
1: <laughs> but I'm saying, from my point of view, you know what I mean? Right. I'm gonna speak up to whether it's my white family members, right? My you know, white peers, or what have you. If you in any way say anything prejudiced or discriminatory about. My family or people of color, I'm going to check you real quick. Yeah. And I think that helps provide that security knowing that your partner has your back on that level as well. Yep, yep. So are we good with that question?
0: Oh, yeah. I think we've buried that hatchet. Let's go.
1: All right. Next one. Uh-oh. Do you want another deep one or a little bit
0: lighter one? You give them to me. I, I, I got, got a few of them. You pitch them, I hit them. You're okay.
1: Like, <laughs> you need to stop. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the next one, and this one's very relatable to us as well. Oh, boy. This one, and this comes from my sister, my girl. I love her to death. And she hit us with this one. She said, how do you nurture your relationship and manage a chronic illness? Mm -hmm. So for me. Yeah, you got
0: to answer this one. Yep.
1: This one hits home because I have an autoimmune disorder that causes chronic pain and many chronic illnesses. And it can be very difficult in a relationship. Um, you go through many phases, depending on what you're going through with your disease or your illness. You go through phases, <laughs> ups and downs all the time. It, you could have good days, bad days. You can have a day where it's really bad and then it's really good. It, it's all over the place. And I think the most important thing with that is having a partner who's understanding. And as you mentioned before, empathetic, where when I have my really bad days, Dub, he picks up the slack around the house with the kids and he does it without complaining, without, you know, just having that understanding of, I know that this is something, especially that I can't even control what I'm going through. And so. He's there to empathize with that and to acknowledge that and pick up where I'm lacking at the time.
0: I wouldn't call it lacking (laughs) because going back to kind of what we did in the first episode where we were just explaining and breaking down relationships. Mm -hmm. So if you haven't listened to it, now's the time. (laughs) Um, I would say that it goes to being... Picking up the, sl- not the slack or the lack, but picking up the the weight. Because th- this is a this is a, a, a unification or a, a partnership, right? right. So there's going to be times where you get tired and I got to carry a little more weight. There's going to be times where I'm tired and you're going to carry a little bit more weight. So we just have to remember that this is a balancing act. If we're going right. to make this work, we got to have the, that balance. And sometimes it's going to be 80-20, sometimes it's going to be 20-80. Yeah. But as long as we're in this... And we know the the common objective or the goal, or that we're traveling together on this road, we're going to have to do some work together. Right. You know what I'm saying? This, the, you know, engine isn't the only thing to a vehicle. Yep. So we have to make sure that works together. So, like you're saying, the empathy and things like that. And what's nice too is you will always. When it's time or if you see that I'm doing quite a bit at the time, and I think vice versa, we're pretty good about showing our appreciation to one another and letting them know, mm-hmm. hey, I appreciate you doing what you do. It yeah. is what it is. Yeah. So and there I, you go.
1: Yeah. And I think the hardest part, one thing I just want to touch on, um, because I got some feedback about this too, is those of us that have the chronic illness or um, a disorder or disease or what have you, a lot of times we feel a lot of guilt. Because yeah, yeah. we feel that that excess that's put on our partner and things like that. And we have to get over that. That's an issue within ourselves where if we have that open communication and that true partnership, we need to stop feeling guilty and feeling sorry and feeling bad. I know to this day I do it when Dub has to do all the cleaning because my body just – it won't let me do anything that day or what have you and I feel terrible and then I end up becoming cranky and end up taking it out typically on him <laughs> and it's like that doesn't work so we right. have to get over the guilt piece as well and accept that this is like you said a partnership
0: right well if if you're in a relationship with somebody who loves you you need to understand that they're doing this because they care for you <laughs> you know there's times where I'm like yo you shouldn't do that because me being the visionary the that time. I am <laughs> does it to me all the time me being the visionary that i am i'm not looking at what's happening right now i'm looking at you know the the completion of the picture so right. when you do something and i'm like uh later on i'm gonna have to go do this or she might need an extra massage or she's gonna be in hell of pain or laid up for she, days X, because y, i did
1: an activity i shouldn't have right yeah. i'm
0: there where you're just seeing i'm just picking up the kid or i'm just trying to wipe down this or clean that and it's like nah but you know what's it's gonna coming. It's going to hit later, yeah. So you just got to be, I think people just need to be understanding. And then you also have to understand that it's it's a level of care for you. Yeah. Especially if you got somebody sticking, rocking with you when you're going through what you're going through, that's love. That's how you know that's some real love. Because a lot of times, unfortunately, when you don't have someone who's there like that, the minute anything gets rocky, they're out the door. Yeah. And that's the one you wanted to avoid in the first place. Yeah. So hopefully you ain't put in some time. Before you start to figure that out. Hopefully, you caught them red flags. Yeah. So, anyway.
1: Well, and that goes back to, once again, go listen to the relationships episode, first part, where we talk about communication. Yeah. Communication's key, whether you're starting out in a relationship or really from the beginning of a relationship. Just be open yeah. and honest about things going on, especially if you have say, a chronic illness. Um, I'm not saying on your first date, be like, hey, I got this going on. What do you think? You know what I mean? But just be open with your communication.
0: You got to tell me on a first date. I appreciate that more. I need to know what I'm getting (laughs) into.
1: Okay, well, there you go. Yeah, if I'm do buying it a-, a
0: car, I want to know where the oil leaks are. I want to know what I got to tune up. We're
1: what- not getting into the car. We did that last episode. <laughs> All right, and I might have gotten hey. some trouble about my test drive analogies, okay?
0: Hey, I got to know if I'm dealing with one kid, two kid, three kid, four kids. Shoot.
1: No, yeah, just keep the communication open. And if that person loves you, they're going to have your back and they're going to support you through your illness or disease or disorder or whatever you have going on. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. And we have to show our appreciation for that as well and stop feeling guilty. Just understand it is that partnership.
0: But just know if you got an issue, there's someone for everyone.
1: Yeah. So
0: you're going to find somebody.
1: Yes. And I think that's huge. That That's one of the frustrations I see in people when I see them talk about relationships and stuff these days is I try to tell people, stop looking for it. When it's meant to happen and the right person comes along, it will happen. Stop being almost in like this desperate mode. Like, oh, I just, I want a relationship so bad or I need a man or I need a woman so bad or what have you. Trust me, when y'all stop looking for it, that's when it happens. Because somehow I fell in love with my next door neighbor and he wasn't my type or nothing and vice versa. So put your energy towards yourself, self-love. Self-love. For sure. Number one, we always talk about that. Well, for sure. And the right thing will come to you.
0: Yeah.
1: You ready for the next one? Please. <laughs> All right. So this is a good one that I've seen a lot lately. It's I've seen people posting this question and things like that, and I see some wild answers to it. So are you ready? Give it to me. Should you settle?
0: Oof. So mm. I look at this in two different ways, but let me answer first and foremost- Hell to the gnaw. You ain't supposed to settle for nothing.
1: Hell no, nothing in life.
0: Because if you want the best for yourself and you aspire to be the best, you need that same vibration working with you. So if you settle for something less, you're going to go through what's called resentment. Yeah. And you're going to, at some point, you're going to be resenting the person that you're with because they're not what you wanted. And
1: And it'll hold you back, don't you think?
0: Oh, yes. It'll hold you back. For sure. Yeah.
1: What was the second one?
0: The second piece of that is if you got a list, just throw that mug out.
1: Yes. Because Ugh.
0: a lot of times everything on that list is so superficial. Yes. It's just, just don't even make no daggone sense. No. I mean, if you're looking for a basketball player, just because he's a basketball player and he got to be six feet. know <laughs> He got to be six plus and you like 5'2 and you mad because you met a guy 5'10. You, know
1: you better leave a short woman out alone. Okay. Well,
0: you know, I'm 5'10, so you're going to do what you do, what you do. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry about that. Just get rid of the list because the list isn't really what you're looking for anyway. What you really want to you know? be looking for is that quality individual that brings out the best in you. And if you have this superficial list that they have to check all these boxes, you're never going to get what you're never looking gonna for, and you're going to always be unsatisfied. So when I say settle is not an option, it means not off your list because what you, when you have that ideal picture of that person you see as your significant other, you're probably going to get only 80% of that anyway. That's that 80-20 rule. Right. So just be happy that you have that person that adds value to you. And you're, when you find the person that is right for you, they're going to add value to what you have and bring out the best within you.
1: Right, and you know I mean? think being together, you bring out the best in each yeah, other. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna be unstoppable. You've you're, got that vibe. Right. Well, and I think for me, when I hear settle, mm-hmm. I feel that people get very kind of confused or misinterpret settle versus compromise. Oh, yeah. There's a big oh, yes. difference, right? For sure. Where you're going to compromise, period. In any relationship in life, but especially in your love life, you're going to compromise on certain things like your list. Right. You're going to have compromises. However, just settling just to have a partner or because you have a kid together or what have you, but that person doesn't have the actual morals and the values and the base
0: Will never compromise your morals ever. That's right, exactly, morals.
1: exactly. But
0: I'm yeah. glad you said just because you have a kid, because when you stay with someone just because you do have a kid and y'all ain't right for each other, uh, what you're actually toxic. showing that kid is something worse. Yep. Than what could be is if you were just separate but co-parenting. Yep. I mean, you don't you you could be my best friend and we just maybe aren't compatible as a relationship goes you know what i'm saying so we should not be together because all we're doing is showing our child a toxic relationship that when we really look at it i don't care i hate the whole oh don't do what i do do what i told you to do boy
1: oh you do because that was your (laughs) motto for several years sir
0: it was all i was taught but look at this it's called growth It's, it's called growth and the other piece of that is every single solitary child is going to emanate. What yes. they see. So if you. And your significant other. Are in a toxic relationship. 90, yes. 99.9% of the time. That child. Is going to emanate. What he sees in his house. Or her household. Yep. Or what have you. So you can't expect me. To be in a relationship. or And compromise. Or be unhappy. Because all I'm teaching my child. If I'm trying to teach my child the best. Is how to be compromise in a bad relationship unhappy how to settle yep and then if you, that, that permeates over to not only from a relationship but what are you going to do when your child decides oh i don't want to be a doctor i just want to be a janitor because it's a job because that's a compromise hey, and that's a settle
1: dog in the janitor
0: i'm not i'm not dog in the janitor but what i'm saying is when your child tries to seek virtue right and they decide that They're going to settle for less than what their virtue is. Because they see you constantly settle. Because they see you settle for something. Now you have a bigger problem because you just transferred your compromise, your settle that wasn't right for you onto your child. And however many generations that goes past that, that, that's that ripple effect.
1: Right. Well, and I think it's important to point out too, like you're saying with what you're transferring to your child. Say you're a father and you have a son. You're showing your son how to behave with the female in his life, right? You're showing if you have a daughter, uh, you're especially if you have a daughter, the way you're treating her mother, you're showing her how a man is supposed to treat a woman. Or again, we are, you know, non judgmental or whatever. So, whatever the relationships in your life, you're teaching them
0: how to be with their significant yeah, other. Yeah, how
1: their significant other should be treating them and everything else. And when you're in a toxic relationship, like you said, that's what they're going to end up seeking out. Right, right. And it's just this vicious cycle. Right. Okay.
0: We good. Yeah, I
1: think we're good on that one. Check Next the one. Box. So never it. ever ever settle. Compromise is okay. When, as long as you're not compromising your core values and beliefs and morals, and you're able to compromise with a person who is going to be your partner and build with you.
0: One little snippet to add to that and then I'm done. Go ahead, babe. With that compromise is, it's not not like it's a game. Nobody's winning here. So you have to remember that just because you're compromising, you didn't lose. You know, you're not, if you're in an adversarial state with your significant other you're never going to win because mm-hmm. you're at odds with the person that you're trying to build with you dig me yeah you, you know what
1: I'm saying. it should never be about win or lose or a competition
0: no no a and so, anyway yeah when you keep in score
1: no unless y'all are just working on winning together
0: right that's the only, only time, time. Yeah, but, you know, unless you're playing cars and somebody messing up You know up what? Don't space. pull out
1: the space. Don't even yeah. do it
0: because- I like chess anyway. I'll punch
1: it. somebody in the face over some space. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's get to it. Let's All right. You
1: it. ready for the next one? Yeah. Okay. So, you ready? This is a little bit longer one. A little hey, bit more in depth. You
0: pitch it. i hit
1: it. All right, baby. Here we go. So, my boyfriend and I have been talking about marriage. We're three years in. I guess I want to know what general advice you have on maintaining a marriage or what warning signs or lessons have you learned while being married? (sighs) That's a loaded one.
0: Man. Come to the event. (laughs) 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 That we throw on this. When we, announce Our it virtual on, event. when we announce it on the social media platforms, because that's a loaded question.
1: It is loaded, but we can give them a little bit. I mean, if you're talking general advice on maintaining a marriage, biggest number one is communication.
0: key communication.
1: communication. Talk. Don't go to bed mad. Talk it out. What else?
0: You want me to give you my good answer? Go
1: ahead. Always the best answer.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, of course. My answer is straight up like this. You listen, listen close. If you listen slow, listen fast, because I talk a little fast. When it comes to relationships, you have to remember that your relationship is your relationship. Stop looking at everybody else's relationship and then trying to bring whatever situation they're in. To your relationship. Yeah. Because that is detrimental to anything. It's a killer. Yeah. Yeah. Every You don't know what those people went through, how they got together, or any of that. So make your story your story. If you want to look at other people as something to strive for or something like that, that's great. That's awesome. But don't expect what someone else has in their relationship to be your relationship.
1: Right. And with that- don't put your don't bring other people into your relationship.
0: Oh my goodness. Right? No, never. Yeah. Ugh. I feel like if you're going to go
1: It's between y'all. It's not between me and you and your mama and your daddy and your sister and your cousin and your brother. Yeah. yeah. Okay? It's or my sure. best friend or whatever. It's between us. Yes. Especially us females, we always got, you know, our female friend or whatever that we may bounce stuff off of when we're frustrated or what have you. But we'll I know- to the think of it. Yeah. For me personally, there uh, there's hardly anybody I really even do that with. It's more, well, let's bounce it off each other. Let's well, talk this out.
0: What you don't want to do is use other people to complain about what you have.
1: Exactly. So if
0: you're going to somebody looking for some advice on how to handle a situation- That's different. But make sure you are discussing the important or the things that are upsetting you within your relationship, within your relationship. So that would be my advice. As far as the whole, you guys have been talking about marriage. I don't know if you're staying together or not, but marriage is just a piece of paper. It's marriage is a partnership when you really get down to it. The the piece of paper is just, that's kind of a US thing, um, really, because- I know that there are, are, are tribes across the globe where you decide that you two are gonna be together, they go through a small ceremony and that's considered marriage. Marriage. Right. So so let's not fake the funk that just because you have the piece of paper now, all that is is a tax advantage. Right. So uh if you It's
1: more of a life partnership yeah, that you're yeah. deciding so what you're to deciding to.
0: is you're committing everything with this person. So we're kinda on that spiritual level. So right. we, we go to it on a different level, but as just cut and dry marriage, all it is is a certificate. So if you've been with somebody, y'all rocking together and y'all are deciding that you're going to profess to the world that this is who I call my my person, more power to you and just make sure that you continue to remember the reasons you were getting together in the first place. So those are my key things to a marriage as far as things that come up or red flags in a marriage. I feel like if there's a red flag in the marriage, there's something that you missed in the dating that you were supposed to get right before you got to the marriage. The only thing that comes up to me as a red flag once you're married is having kids. And maybe you guys have had different backgrounds and how you decide that you're going to handle adversarial situations with your children, you know, from disciplinary actions or stuff like that. That's the only red flag I can see Where you need to that wouldn't have come up in the relationship
1: prior to the marriage point. You mean correct? If there's no
0: kids in the situation, maybe you guys haven't discussed. You know, if our kid does X, what are we gonna do? If our kid wants to talk about sex, what are we gonna do? Those are the type of things that I see as maybe some red flags where there could be some some differences. Yeah, everything else, hopefully, y'all have touched on.
1: Yeah, I think yeah. the the warning signs and then, like you said, red flags. They hopefully have come up prior to committing to a marriage, and correct. You're able to
0: trust your intuition.
1: Absolutely, that especially a woman's intuition. Yeah, that'd be on point. So trust it, and you know if there's red flags or warning signs, and with this particular scenario, you're three years in talking about marriage. Figure out those red flags and warning signs. Trust your gut. Do not ignore those warning signs and red flags. Because if you decide to jump in and commit to a marriage, if you have kind of blown off or accepted those warning signs or red flags, they will get worse once you commit to a marriage.
0: Yep. For sure. And I think the biggest thing, because we've been together for 17 years and having fun, like we kind of said before, is make sure that the bedroom has that level of commitment in entertainment the same way as everywhere else. Because you don't want to tune into the same channel watching the exact oh same episode. Oh my God, here you go. Episode. See,
1: y'all, uh, I told y'all, if you listen to the first <laughs> one, I told you my husband's nasty. He just can't help himself.
0: No, no, But yes, no, you have to have real. the. Let's keep it real.
1: Yeah, you have to have the. It really goes back to
0: communication,
1: to be honest. You can't get bored. We've been together. If you're sleeping with the same person for like us for 17 years, you, may get you bored better be able. Unless,
0: you know, until you decide to. Yeah. Get some entertainment going in there.
1: Yeah, you have to be able to, you know, spice things up or do whatever that your relationship's
0: good with. So being real, the only thing I mean by that is continue to date the person you're married to. And
1: have fun. Don't become where, don't make sex a chore. I think that's a big problem in marriage. Don't make sex a, a chore or, you know what I hear a lot is where people like schedule it. Oh my gosh! I couldn't imagine if if that works for you in your relationship because of what you have going on. All for it.
0: I'm sorry. Fifty six percent of marriages end in divorce, and every appointment <laughs> for sex ends in divorce. I'm sorry. I'm saying I. Otherwise, co- you just. Said I can't come.
1: You have to maintain the spontaneity, the fun, the um, just. Be open and be willing to explore and, and make it fun and entertain one another or what have you. But we're not going to go too deep into that. We'll worry about that on our...
0: So don't worry. Nothing changes. Keep it simple. Enjoy the whole honeymoon phase, the planning, the wedding. But just remember, all it is is you signed a piece of paper. So keep it light, keep it fresh, and keep enjoying what you've been enjoying.
1: All right, babe. You ready for the next question? Suck it to me. All right. We have, and this is such a good one. Why do women show lames all the attention and the ones that submit, is how the question was put, to them get left in the dirt? I have to speak on this because I hate the word submit. Unless you're talking about some S&M in the bedroom, I don't want to hear nothing about no submitting, okay?
0: Well, we all know who's going to submit. Behave. (laughs) I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: Anyway, so I don't like the word submit in there. But I feel like this is that question where you hear a lot of people, it's the whole phrase of the good guy finishes last type thing. Like, why do women want, and this person's wording it was lames compared to, like, the good guy.
0: So we're talking, like, the deadbeat guy or whatever versus yeah like
1: nice basically the guy that so i actually saw the perfect meme about it the other day it was this chick who was basically getting on her dude about the fact that he like works two jobs and has no time to focus on her right, right. right? and he's like oh baby i'm doing this all for us and then it shows her with this other dude who's sitting there and i think he was like sitting on the couch drinking and chilling out and clearly wasn't working or anything and He's like, oh, baby, don't worry. You you know, you won't have to worry about that with me. I got all the time in the world for you. And then next thing you know, he's like, oh, by the way, can I still get 20 bucks and use your car tomorrow? Type of situation Mm -hmm. where you got the guy working jobs and all of this, but he's not giving you all the attention you want or what have you. And that's what that kind of reminded me of as far as like.
0: Well, in that situation, you just got to remember what's the. End game, right? For the for the meme. What's the end game? Because if I'm doing this, I'm busting my butt. So later on, we can go and just kick it. Then you got to understand, we got to have some sacrifices somewhere. Right? You know what I mean. So that's that piece. But th- going back to the question about how how the lames pick up the dudes and
1: pick up the dudes. Oh
0: my god! Where was my head? I don't know. How the lames pick up the ladies? Yes. Yeah. Well, if you pick up dudes, that's on you, but uh, not me. So, um, so how the lames pick up the chicks, and you're stuck sitting at home because you're a nice guy. I gotta first ask, where are you picking from your pool of women? Because yeah. you can't take a girl home from the bar and expect it to be the best situation. Can't take right her into a housewife.
1: Like? Well,
0: what nah. What I'm saying is this. Okay, you go out to the club and. You pretty much know what that is, right? You got pretty much the guys with the swag is gonna get the ladies first because you got so many people coming at this limited pool of ladies. Then, what they're looking for, if it's that case, is the alpha in the room. And so, when you're not the top dog and you're like, hi, can I get your number? You know, or can can I hit you on the DMs? Um, I'm sorry, but if if you're timid, you're not gonna get the ladies. So, so my I gotta understand where you're coming from with the lames. Now, if you're talking like I'm a nice guy, I work a job, I'm professional, and all she wants to do is diss me. I get put in the friend zone, but homie could treat her like trash. Yeah. And he ain't on my level. Then, it, then you got to look at it as okay, this chick probably ain't right for me anyway because morally, she's choosing something that's kind of negative for Superficial her environment. In a yeah, sense. she's looking for something else. You know what I mean? She yeah. just wants to get her back tore off because she's looking for the she's looking for the, See, the rough. Neck. You. you know, she ain't looking nowhere. She ain't looking for that opportunity to grow. So you right. got to go pick from a different pool of women if that's what you're searching for. Yes. So when when you say lames and the nice guys, there are a plethora of women out there for you. If you're a nice guy, if you're a gentleman, or if you're genuine, just step your game up. You know what right. I mean? Find a different pool of women to look for in what you want. Don't look for, like I said, you can't be looking for your your wedding bell gem and think she's going to be all pure at the nightclub. This, this is not going to happen.
1: Hey, you no, know, don't ask so, people book me another in the nightclub. You never know.
0: Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay.
1: Well, I, I you, really how think many, it's... How
0: many times you really going to find that?
1: Hey, I don't know. I mean, I know people have gotten married off a of meeting online. I've got... Or right. at mm. the... I mean, you never know what could okay. happen. But I think the main thing with us women coming from a woman's perspective is... And I don't like saying like lame and submit and things like that. But the way I look at it is a woman wants to know that her man how, – kind of how you brought up the alpha – A woman wants to know that her man is going to protect her and be there and have her back. You know what I mean? Where if you're, like in this wording of this question, if you're constantly submitting to her, if everything's okay, babe, yes, babe, and you have like no backbone, you don't speak up for yourself or what you like or what you want and things like that in the relationship, that's where the problem comes in. That's a major turnoff. You still have to be yourself and show... Not necessarily a dominance and submission type thing,
0: but that you can take charge or take.
1: Yeah, when, when exactly. Necessary. Like, you know, babe, I got this. I let's. You know what I mean? Not just, oh, you know, whatever you want, honey. Uh, okay, yeah, I'm good with. Like, have some backbone. Be you. Do you have and. Also, I'm sorry, but a man who has that alpha kind of... Swag, that's Yeah, that's sexy. That's (laughs) what is going to immediately, like you said, attract the woman is the man who can command attention. Now, if you're a shyer person and things like that, then it's going to honestly, in my opinion, be a little bit more difficult because you're not going to stand out so much. So you're going to have to find ulterior routes, Right. However, that doesn't mean that she's all – the girl, like you said, it depends on the girl. That, the girl that's going to automatically go to that, that person that's commanding the attention, how many other females are going to that person and how many are, is he talking to? You know what I mean? You have to look at all aspects and look at the big picture and look at where you're meeting people.
0: Well, you don't even have to, I mean, when you, when I say alpha or stuff like that, you don't have to be like a basketball player. No, not at all. You don't have to be, um, the CEO of the company because you could be a commanding person in a role position too. Mm -hmm. You you know, you don't have to be boisterous and super outgoing. Right. You just have to have a a confidence or a level of swag that, that emanates and permeates through the vibrational system because that's going to hit, that's going to hit that. That scent that right. we, that hormonal scent that we have as
1: beings this human that instinct. we,
0: we don't even understand because we're not at that level, but right. you know, you can tell a dog prancing what type oh, of business we're not peacocking they
1: are. over here, okay?
0: <laughs> but you know what I mean? You yeah. know, you know yeah. when a dog is in heat and when, when they're not, and I'm not comparing any person to an animal. All I'm saying is that when it comes down to it, we're all just animals, baby. Oh
1: my God, get out of here. Let's just,
0: let's just do what it do.
1: I can't deal with you. My husband loves to talk about
0: peacocking. Okay, <laughs> so. I be seeing them, man. They be all trying to dress all fly and stand out. Look at me, look at me. Yeah, yeah. Forget all that, man. It's just so be you. Just put your- yeah.
1: Do you yeah. be you? And whether you're a more dominant or submissive type of personality, the right person will be drawn to you by your energy.
0: For sure, and you're going that gravitational pull is. A uh, phenomenal thing. So just yeah. just remember that you need that chemistry. Yep, for sure. So it's okay. Be you. Stop looking at it from the negative because when you look at it from the negative, that's all you're going to find is more of that same thing. Yeah. Be positive. Know that somebody's out there for you and you're going to find them and stop looking for them in a the nightclub.
1: Yeah. And if you're having a, you know circumstances where... The women that you're interested in are constantly in your words choosing lames. Reevaluate the women you're choosing.
0: Yeah, get in a different pool.
1: Yep, for sure. Okay, ready for the next one?
0: Yeah, let's let's go.
1: All right. How about Okay, this one was more wasn't really a question. It was one word.
0: Jealousy. Oh, I can answer that real quick. You ready? Ain't got time for it. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> yep. If you got jealousy going on in the relationship, uh, typically you have a couple different situations that have probably brought up the red flags. You've got somebody who is going to be abusive in some level because they want to control everything. Yep. Or you have that person that has so much baggage from their last, well, just that super on me. I, just, I can't trust nobody because all you mean is nothing. Yeah. No. Well, then obviously they need to go get themselves together, reevaluate yeah. their own situation and then come back. For so sure. so if you got jealousy going on, uh that's if you're the person that's jealous, try to reevaluate why you're jealous and look, go inward and fix that within yourself, especially if that other person hasn't given you the reason to be Jealous because I'm gonna tell you one thing for sure. I'm a, I love to see a man hit on my girl <laughs> because that lets me know I got somebody good. Yeah. To sit with me. So go ahead, y'all can hit on y'all, hit on my lady if you want to. I know where she's coming Don't home put to. that
1: out there, okay? No, I love but, it
0: because because we're gonna, we gonna tear down some walls when we go home because I'm so excited. <laughs> Make me feel good when y'all got
1: nothing. behave. Hey. Damn it. <laughs> No, we hey, honestly, look. from before we were even married, do you remember? I'm going to tell the story. You ready?
0: Oh, goodness. Here you go You already know what
1: it is. Before we were even married, we went to the club. Were,
0: were we married? Oh, this story? Yeah. We were married. We were, we were
1: just freshly married. And we went to the club. I told you and, that again, girl. I told you. Yeah. And I actually dared dub. I said, go out on that dance floor. And I said, let's see how many females you can get. I don't know what this fool was doing, but I turn around and look, and he had a whole circle of females who were with other dudes. Sorry, the last lames. time I looked around,
0: um, I'm sorry, lames.
1: <laughs> and he really had this whole circle of females, and I'm like, okay, go ahead. Like,
0: and I I'm got not gonna everybody's be everybody's number. Yeah,
1: I'm not gonna be jealous. And I think, like, at, towards the end of the night, I walked up, like, hey, baby, ready to go, and they were all like. Uh-huh. What? Yeah, I like t- I had to. Shook tell him, oh we-
0: yeah, this is my girl so sad. Yeah, and
1: so we no. just laughed it off like it was nothing and I remember another time I was actually really upset. I had had two kids by then and we la- we took my little brother. not to- tell that story. To yeah. the club, I'm going to tell this, story. Oh gosh. And um anyway, we're leaving the club at close and this bouncer outside the club made him a-, a comment about a number that he thought I was.
0: It wasn't the number she had in her head no, so she
1: was not I too was happy. upset. Hey, back in the day I was a d- call me a d- okay? I was hurt. <laughs> But my husband's like, bro, that's after two kids, da, 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 and whatever. And like, just, you know what I mean? Like, he wasn't offended or upset or jealous or anything. Or like, oh, don't talk to my girl or say nothing. Like, we have fun with it. If you have that security in your relationship, you don't have to worry about jealousy. Nah, it's
0: it's a, it's a non-issue. Right? Like I said, if it does arise, I think it's a problem because there's, a, there's some level of trust that's gone wrong yeah. either prior to. And that person needs inner work that they have to do yep. because they're bringing the negative situations from their previous relationships into the new, and that's yeah. never going to work. Yep. Or what you have is you have that Something person caused that caused this rift yep. in the level of trust. And now you have to work really, 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 really hard to get back to that level of trust where that person feels so secure that jealousy is not an issue.
1: Yeah. And
0: if you're in that place, Man, you better be doing some serious overtime all the time for the rest of your life.
1: To rebuild. Period. Well, and I think there's more in a relationship you can be jealous about, too. I mean, there, there's relationships where couples, like the one of the partners might be jealous of the other person's income. Right. Or, right. you know what I mean? But or like, that's
0: a level of insecurity within yourself. Because yeah. If, we, if you're on that level then you're competing and we we've been we've been through this. Right. So
1: right. And yeah, that's what I was gonna say is where you there can't be any aspect of jealousy in the relationship whatsoever. No. When you decide to commit to a partnership with somebody, the jealousy has to go out the window and you have to be a team and a partnership.
0: You're putting your yourself out there with this person and so you should hopefully feel that they're taking your heart and putting it on a soft pillow and to protect it. You know what Aww. I mean? Versus someone's out here just shaking and rattling and stepping on it. So you would, if you hope for the best and that person is genuine with you, this, this jealousy should not come up one yeah. bit. Because if you're feeling jealous about something, you have to reevaluate first yourself. Yep. And then look at the bigger picture.
1: Yeah. What's causing that within yourself? Because that's, it, honestly, jealousy is a self-inflicted issue.
0: Yeah. So to be honest. it's a wrap on that one. I think yeah. we're good. Anything else we got or is that a wrap for the night?
1: I think that might be all of our questions because I know we want to save some for
0: our virtual event. Yeah, right? we actually got through it. Wow. But there's so much more we could talk on. There's so, yeah, we have
1: a lot more we're going to talk about.
0: Yeah. But I think that's pretty good for what we have for today. I hope you all are happy. I hope our fans, our listeners have gotten some answers and have taken some notes And can get your partner to come on here and listen to this as well so they can get all their questions answered. And hopefully we ain't starting no arguments. Oh, no, we better not. We're
1: all about (laughs) love and unity.
0: Well, you know, sometimes some of these people get to talking and they be like, "Hey, look, in dub, dub said." Dub
1: said. If you ain't listening no. to what they said. "Hey, we're not experts. We're just going on our expertise is based on our 17 years together. That's it. We're yeah. not counselors. We're not therapists. If you're going to say dub said or less said or what have you, you need to go see a professional."
0: Well, you got a couple of degrees yourself. I know you do have a couple you're not of degrees practicing right but, now. However,
1: I'm like not a licensed <laughs> professional, therefore do not try to put me up there. No, we're we're just giving you our personal experience and advice.
0: And you take it and hopefully it helps you. And that is all we wish for you.
1: Yeah. And number one, always just be in unison, be in partnership. Again, like we've said in our first episode, we've said in this one, you're going to have where your relationship, you're going to have 80-20, 60-40, rarely ever is it going to be 50-50. But as long as you have that mentality going into it, and you maintain that partnership, and for us, from day one, from jump, ride or die. I got his back, he got my back. No matter what you go through, you're going to go through ups and downs and peaks and valleys. And it's going to be hell and it's going to be euphoria. And it's going to go up and down. But if you are each other's rock and have each other's back. And the other thing about relationships I do want to point out that maybe we mentioned in the first one is once you decide to have a life partnership and commitment to the other person... That relationship comes first Yes. before family, before friends, before outside entities and hold each other down, have each other's back and you'll get through it.
0: My final takeaways are communication, communication, communication. That is the first thing. That is the last thing. That is what holds the glue to everything that you call y'all together. Yeah. The other piece that I would say is simply this. You have to continually do the work. Yeah. You have to weed. You have to water. Yep. You have to mow. Yep. All of that. Because if you ain't putting in the work, you aren't working on your relationship. And anything you don't put work in on begins to dissolve.
1: Yeah. I said it in last episode. I say it all the time. Water your grass and court worrying about the grass down the road. Because it may be greener right now. But as long as you continue to water and Plant and seed your own. It's going to blossom and bloom to something bigger and better than yeah. anything you'll ever see.
0: And another thing. And another thing. Okay, this is the last one. One more. <laughs> you know it's always going to be good when a brother says, in another thing. <laughs> anyway, so uh, you have to go into this. Don't say, this is my better half or this is my other half. This, mm-hmm. You are got to walk in 100% whole in unison into your relationship. We are one. Because then... You become one when you are whole and you meet another whole. Umocha. One over one still equals one. Yeah. Do it like a fraction, baby.
1: Get out of here. Good night. <laughs> We're done.
0: All right, y'all. We appreciate you listening in. Once again, this is Dub and Less and this is Goals. And we have been genuinely out actively lifting yo' sexy lives. <laughs>
1: that so. is not what Goals stands for.
0: <laughs> well, this is all about romance. Relationships,
1: no entanglements. Get yeah. Out of them.
0: So we'll catch you on the next one. Yes. And, and before it, we head out,
1: I was going to say if you enjoyed this and you definitely for sure check out our relationships part one. Full show. Sure. And any questions, any feedback, send them our way and watch out for all that info on our virtual event that's event. Be coming. And, and where can they find us, babe?
0: At Goals Podcast. That's at Goals Podcast without the vowels. At Goals, P D C S T. On where, honey?
1: Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We're now on Amazon.
0: We are on Amazon Music. They launched it and we are there. So if you are listening to us on Amazon Music, welcome to the party. And before we leave, we got to hit up our champagne segment hashtag dad swag
1: oh that's my boo if you
0: haven't checked out hashtag dad swag and you're a dad or you're a woman who has kids and want to understand the male perspective when it comes to parenting check out my guy jc
1: check him out y'all that he is amazing Great amazing show. we love him he's our family now and he's phenomenal go check him out
0: all right until next time peace go soon.